Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? Bad, probably. How are your weeks? How are your hearts? And most importantly, as always, how are your heads? Guys, this episode of the Sunday Roast is brought to you by Jemison Cobrew in association with Movember. Movember is the annual event involving the growth of moustaches during the month of November to raise awareness for men's health issues. Now, given the fact that I have the ability to grow facial hair at a slower rate than my childhood piano teacher, Mrs. Duffy, I've opted to create a FOMO instead. All you've got to do to create this Movember money shot is fix yourself a delicious cold brew teeny, I know, take a sip and let the foam do the rest. The perfect FOMO challenge. If you're feeling generous, head over to Movember.com to make a donation and help change the face of men's health whilst enjoying Jemison Cobra. Always drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. Guys, how's it going? I'm actually so bad, to be honest. I'm having a header of a day. Like, I know it's the most basic observation in the world, but the bloody darkness in the evenings just makes you feel so glum. Um, And I've just had one of those days where I keep trying to shake off the feeling of just depression and misery. Uh, and I, I just, I've taken me a long time to get there that I can barely even formulate a sentence surrounding it. So, let's talk about puberty, shall we? Whenever I was thinking about this episode, right, so obviously it's been sponsored by Movember, or Jemison Cobrew in association with Movember, I was on the phone to the lady in the agency, right? And she was like, oh, so, you know, you could talk about maybe like moustaches and that sort of stuff. And I was like, right, well, obviously, like, I don't sort of have the ability to really grow a moustache. And also any sort of facial hair crack is just the cringiest stuff ever. So I was like, why don't we just talk about, I could talk about like, you know, maybe my experiences during puberty. She was like, oh, yeah, um, I mean, I suppose you could do that. But like, we, we, we wouldn't, you, you know, you don't necessarily need to talk about, you know, your own personal experiences with puberty. Well, like. Surely it's more appropriate for me to talk about my experiences rather than somebody else's. I'm hardly going to, like, talk about my sister's experiences during puberty. Do you know what I mean? Reading out her dear diary. Today I noticed a diddy. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Are diddies? Do they still use that term for titties? Titties. Slavia. Nevertheless, I'm going to talk about my experiences during puberty. Okay. From what I remember, puberty is basically the time in every young man's life when, you know, your voice breaks and you grow a penis for the first time. Like, no longer do the contents of your Canterbury tracksuit bottoms resemble a burst balloon sitting on top of two lint chocolate eggs. But it's very difficult. It's a very, very difficult time in everybody's life. Because also men, we don't generally talk about our emotions. And you can't really confide in Larry, the school bully, because you're concerned about your penis size. Do you know what I mean? It's like a lamb to slaughter. You'd be gone. Going through puberty as a young man is honestly one of the most difficult human experiences imaginable. The only thing more difficult is going through puberty when you're no longer a young man. Yeah. I was one of those. I'm pretty sure my voice only broke in 2019. Like, I didn't have any pubes before the coronavirus. At one point in secondary school, I remember, like, the lads were going to, like, the canteen or something for lunch. And I remember hanging back and going to the school library to use one of the computers. I was literally Googling things like how late can puberty arrive and how to tell if you have alopecia of the balls. Honestly, 
It's a really, it's a really tough, tough time in your life because you just feel so isolated. And especially, it feels like everybody else is doing okay, but you're not. You know what I mean? You seem to think that you're the only person with these issues. Like, I remember the summer between sixth class and first year. What happened that summer? It's like, I, I came back from school holidays and everybody all of a sudden had pubes and mortgages. Were they giving out free bar mitzvahs in South Dublin in the summer of 2005 that I wasn't aware of? Like, I came back from that summer summer break, and, like, I was still playing with Pokemon cards, and they were playing with themselves. It's like everybody became an adult overnight, and there you are just being so afraid that you're going to be left behind, you just take it out on yourself and others. You know, that summer, we used to spend our days in the park playing football, but now it wasn't just the boys coming home with mud stains on their knees, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, we know, yeah, stop. We know exactly what you mean, but it's disgusting, and you need to stop. Life comes at you fast. Speaking of things that come fast, no, absolutely not. But life does come at you fast. All of a sudden, the sleepovers. Your idea of a funny sleepover is like watching movies and eating lots of sweets. Whereas your friends are all of a sudden socialising, going out to discos and everything. It's very, it's a very, very difficult time. I remember hating it. And also just being like, just being so embarrassed and confused for most of those, like from the ages of whatever, 12 till, you know, 26. And that's the thing is, like, lads, lads aren't supportive, generally speaking. I know we're getting better, but, like, generally speaking, lads aren't the most supportive. So you don't have any sort of outlet to sort of vent and express your concerns about having just a chubby little willy. Do you know what I mean? How do you even bring that up in conversation? How are you, guys? You were playing nine holes on Saturday? Yeah, listen, man, does my foreskin look normal to you? Do you know what I mean? You can't do that, Gaz! would not, he would use that information against you. Just a reminder that this episode of the Sunday Roast is brought to you by my good friends down at Jemison in association with Movember. Hold on a sec, Mark. When you say you're good friends, what exactly do you mean? Have you ever been on holidays with these people? Do you know, do they know your mother's maiden name? Like, have you ever even met these people? They are not your friends. You don't, won't, or want to socialise with each other. Nevertheless, Jemison Cobrew in association with Movember, have kindly sponsored today's episode of the show. If you have the means, head over to Movember.com to make a donation. Post a picture of yourself creating a FOMO after sipping on a delicious Jemison cold brew teeny, which is essentially an espresso martini, but for people who have actually sat the junior cert. Always drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. So it's a terrifying time, though, puberty. And you don't, nobody wants to get left behind. Nobody wants to get left behind. One of, one of the biggest things that I was, ter- like, that I had huge issues with was, you know, lads would come up to you in the, in the school hall and, Megan. And I'd be just there, you know, like lifting weights or something, be like, yeah, what, what's going on? Just sort of, you know, giving to charity. And they'd, Megan. You know, and I'd sort of finish helping the pensioner across the street or whatever I was doing, you know what I mean? Anyway, Megan. Um, and I'd just be posting about Syria and stuff. Anyway, me... No, this is absolutely... This is annoying me even speaking like this. But this question gets asked to a lot of young men. Uh, you ever had a wet dream? 
Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Do I wait? Do I want to have had one or not? You know, whenever you know, whenever like a school bully would say something to you in such an accusatory manner, you don't know what side to take. Like, would you tell me what I need to say? Do you know what I mean? Have you ever have you ever had a wet dream? By the way, to this day, I've still never had a wet dream. So if you're a man out there and you're concerned, don't be. Or do be. Am I the only person that hasn't had one? Because I, I, reading about them as a 14-year-old boy, I assumed, well, my whole life's just going to be filled with wet dreams. Of course, I'm going to have to have a mop and a bucket beside my bed if I travel around the world because I'll be having all of these copious fucking wet dreams. Never had one in my life. But nevertheless, Megan, and I donate more money to charity. Yes, have you ever had a wet dream? Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I have. And this is before I even knew what one was, by the way. Uh, well, what was it about? Uh, uh, me winning the World Cup and buying a waterbed? You know? <laughs> also, is it just me, or did you not spend a disproportionate amount of time in your childhood thinking about waterbeds? <laughs> I really felt like they'd feature more in my adult life than they ever have. What's the first thing you'd buy as a billionaire? Buy a waterbed. Cool. Well, your back is now broken after 45 minutes of shut eye. Could you imagine the damage that would do to your spine? A fucking waterbed. Dog shit. Anyway, that's what my idea of a wet dream was. Like being friends with David Beckham or something. Scoring a goal in the World Cup final. But no, apparently there was more to it than that. It was a sex dream. And I wasn't quite there yet. Because I was a late bloomer, okay? But, of course, the summer did eventually arrive where I did discover, um, you know, masturbation. It was like I discovered a new colour. I swear to God, I spent three months up in my room, literally up in my room. And if I recall correctly, interrupting a teenager in the process of masturbation evokes an anger unlike no other. Mark, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? What, what are you, what are you doing up there, man? Yeah, just cleaning my room. Just cleaning my room. Again. Again, Mark, Lady Macbeth didn't clean her hands to the extent you've washed the windows in that room. Are you performing surgery up there? It's very exciting times, though. And you see, I'm from, I'm of a certain vintage, right? So the way that me and my friends, we, we came across like adult material, right? Was sort of like whenever a family would go skiing. Damn, it was sort of like when a family would go skiing and, you know, they'd, they'd be like, oh, well, the O'Dwyers went to Andorra there two years ago before the crash. So um, we can lend you there. They've got some ski gear, you know, we can lend you the jackets. That was the case in my era, but with porn magazines. I swear to God, I got given one by a cousin of mine. This thing was heavier than the Book of Kells. It had been through, it had been through so many teenage boys' bedrooms, literally fucking stuck together. I was like, oh, I didn't realise you could get porn in hardback. Do you know what I mean? You essentially needed to use, like, a hammer and a chisel just to turn the pages. It was outrageous. And these things were coveted. It was like, oh, one, somebody's cousin's dad's brother had been to Poland or something. And you know, they just, like, sell it there. What do you mean? Yeah, like, it's, yeah, they sell pornography in Poland. Fair play, like. But then, of course, the big advent happened. Using pornography on your phone is using the wrong verb that sort of that sounds a bit that doesn't sit well me nevertheless looking at porn consuming porn on your phone there used to be this website called Phonerotica does anybody remember that I made the mistake of getting it on like my Nokia 
you know, 33, 10, in between games of space impact, I'd be up to the bedroom like a jack-in-the-box, you know what I mean? Literally legging it upstairs because I've just got this new app called Phonerotica where you could download, like, nude images of celebrities' faces superimposed on naked muck savages. Ah, great. Here's Eva Longoria in a butcher's inexplicably nude. That should download in around three weeks. Good stuff. Good stuff. Pencil in the old, you know, self-care. Ah, good. My credit is gone. I literally got 100 euro phone credit from Santa and now it's all gone. Those apps were a disgrace. Good crack though. begs the question though this is people ask people wonder why Irish men are sort of emotionally taciturn withdrawn removed and unwilling to improve we didn't have anybody to talk to ever about any workings of our bloody bodies that's the fucking problem think about it we were educated by apps that you found that were sort of those like pornography apps that are like advertised in the classified section of newspapers. That was my sexual education. That. Oh my God. Surely not a trick or treat here today. Can you hear that? That's a scary knock. I'm not going downstairs. Anyway. um, Yeah, but like, who are we to blame? Why are we to be blamed when we had nobody to teach us any better? Couldn't talk about your willy until you're around 25. Do you know what I mean? Until you've been to enough gyms or parties to know what sizes they are. Like, it's it's honestly insane. And then you look at pornography, phonerotica. That's, that's our barometer. That was our barometer for what sex is like. I genuinely, by the way, I genuinely wanted to be a plumber for about six years because I just assumed plumbers obviously have the most sex because of pornography. I went to higher options in the RDS in transition year. And I spoke to, I spoke to them, they're like, what do you want to be? Well, plumber, obviously. Or pizza delivery boy. Sloppiest things in the world, those porn videos with the pizza. Pizza delivery boy arrives. The girl answers the door. Nude, of course. Obviously. You know, nude. And he's just like, hey, ma'am, extra large pepperoni pizza. And he sort of winks as he says pepperoni, which would be unprofessional. And also, why are you naked? And then she just goes, oh, she, you know, she bends over to grab the wallet. Oh, I don't have any money. Is there any other way we can... Yes, I'll come in and... Well, yeah, I'll come in and drill you. Do you know what I mean? Outrageous. Almost as bad as those ones. I obviously don't watch porn, but... You know those ones in the taxi? What the hell is going on there? You see, it's like... This is surely... Fo- like, who's, who's watching those being like, Oh, that that that's real. That could have happened. Like, high-powered businesswoman gets into car, into the taxi, you know? Imagine that. Imagine that actually, no, no, not imagine a high-powered businesswoman. <laughs> imagine a woman getting into it. Dust, you're gone. You're cancelled. You're done. You're dead. You're over. You're finished. Megan. Anyway, um, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> stop. No, stop. Um, Megan, no, imagine a high-powered businesswoman gets into a taxi, okay? <laughs> And once, you know, the taxi driver <laughs> stops giggling and snickering. You know, he says, where would you like to go, miss? And she says, drop me to Dawson Street. I've got a very high-powered business meeting. And then he just sort of looks in his rear view mirror. You look like a filthy whore. Mind if I get into the back and have sex with you? No- yes! Sorry, sk- pull over. 
pull over immediately. I'm calling the guardie. See ya, corner. Like I, what? I can see her. Dermot Lorigan, is it? Dermot, cool. I'm calling the police. I've got your name already on my phone, so I'll be making a formal complaint about you. What in God's name is going on here, Dermot? That you think, by the way that I got into your taxi, that you can just you can just instigate intercourse, and it's going to happen on bloody Kildare Street in Dublin, Dublin, Dublin. Sissy Centaur. Do you know what I mean? This is honestly lost complete control. absolute pleasure working with a brand like Jemison who have been relentlessly open-minded to all of my ridiculous ideas. If you have the means, head over to Movember.com to make a donation. Send me any pictures of you guys enjoying Jemison Cobrew. There actually may be a prize for the best FOMO challenge I get sent. Always drink responsibly and visit drinkaware.ie for more information. Guys, Thanks so much for listening to today's show. Thanks so much to everybody who has sent me a kind message over the last few days and weeks uh, for sharing the podcast with your friends. Thank you to everybody who has subscribed to the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Let's go. We're almost at the one year anniversary. Like, outrageous. Anyway, thank you so much. Look after yourselves. It's not an easy time at the moment for anybody. So do your best to take care. All the best. Why do I say best twice? Damn. Bye-bye.